There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. We are recording. We are sat in the sun. Oh, it's so good. What? The summer is I mean, taking a long time to come this year, isn't it? I am convinced that the last two years, mm-hmm. summer started in April. Mm. And we're nearly here in May. We've not, have we had a day over 20 degrees yet? I don't feel like we have. We have had 17 degrees or something like that. But oh, it's, just it's not, so it's nice, not, isn't it? When I it mean, comes. this is sunny-ish. It's trying, but it's not enough. You know, it's bright. Um, so um, I want more. Ha- happy spring. Still spring, though, isn't it? Happy so, spring, yeah. It's definitely spring. It's only summer at the solstice. That's when it turns to summer, isn't it? Yes, is about it June the 21st the 21st? or 22nd yeah. or something like yeah. ever been to Stonehenge? You know what's a bit sad, quickly, about that? Uh-huh. Is that it means that the days start getting shorter again after the summer oh, solstice. don't worry about all that. You don't need to think about that until September. <gasps> You're so positive. Yeah, I love yeah. It. Oh, no, no, no. I've no, never no, been no, to Stonehenge. No, no, no. You were just no, asking me. No, I mean, me. yeah, like, I wonder... We should, we should go, go one day some and go and be pagan. Um, go and do the whole spooky ritual thing. Do you know how they got the stones there, they reckon? Wheelbarrow? They slid them on ice, they reckon, because it was icy back in those times. Because oh, the stones are from hundreds of miles away, you know that? My God. They know where the stones are from, but they don't understand how they were transported there. I think I did something on the one show years ago for it, but they reckoned it was icy enough for them to slide them like 200, 300 miles. Wow. I'm sure some historian is listening to this saying, what a crock of horseshit that Do you, is. Not just some historian, but I'm pretty sure Dan Snow's Dan listening Snow, to it. Dan Snow, if you're listening to this, let us know whether that's a lot of rubbish or not. I get the feeling he told me that. <laughs> I still think that the um, history man and the hairdresser yeah. was the best concept ever because you would be having this conversation with him mm. on television. Yeah, well, t- you know, TV commissioners, there's only like one in ten that are really good and, they, and, and you work for all of them. Well done, thanks. Phew. And all the Saved ones you don't work for, and the ones that I never worked for, they were rubbish. Okay, I um, want to start. I want yeah. to start. Okay, good. Talking about TV. Yeah, yeah, great. So Chester consumes most of his TV on on YouTube. He does it on his laptop a lot, yeah. or his, his iPad. I, Are you going to talk about that platform? No. That he goes. Okay, no. Okay, I'm going to save that for another day. Save it. That for, is amazing. It is really okay. good, right? Yeah, 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 brilliant. But this is something else that he showed me. Uh-huh. You know, he does spend quite a lot of time on his screen, but I guess I watch TV on a telly. It's just that he watches it on a screen. But he watches some really good stuff, mm-hmm. and it's often got real heart. Oh, Can we hold pause? on. Yes, please. Yeah, pause. Okay, we got interrupted. Yes, we did. Because. Um, you had a phone call from a friend somebody. of mine. A friend of mine called. Who is, if you are a menopausal woman, She's absolutely worth following. She's amazing. She's called Dr. Nagat Arif, N-I-G-H-A-T-A-R-I-F. Showing she up She is now. an absolute angel. But she has just bumped me from doing a live tomorrow at six 
because she's going to 10 Downing Street. And I was like, look, if I'm going to get bumped by anybody, yeah. the Prime Minister is acceptable. Um, so we're going to do it at 6.30 instead. Okay. So that's quite nice. Marvellous. So <clears throat> anyway, so yes. I was talking about Chester mm-hmm. and the way that he consumes TV. Mm-hmm. And he consumes TV on his iPad. So I always think, like, if I'm going to sit in front of the telly and watch a couple of episodes of something, he can sit in front of his iPad and watch something. But when I look at what he consumes on his iPad, and you're going to talk about a channel that he's showed both of us that he subscribes to, yeah. which is really good. You're going to talk about that another week. Yes. But this is an, um, a series that was on YouTube that made me cry. <laughs> it was the that, absolute... That's actually quite easy, though, folks, just It's for not context. that easy. You cry a lot more mm. at television than I do. Yeah, I do. You're right. So this, I think you will really like. So um, it's on a channel called Discover Connection. Mm-hmm. Um, It's got 579,000 subscribers, and this is a series um, about two guys, and they cross America. The point is, they've got to cross America. Now, this is really frightening, Mm -hmm. with no money. And when I say no money, they've got no car, no money. Um, They just have to rely on the kindness of strangers. Mm -hmm. Maybe they start with a car, but the car goes very quickly. They just break down. Okay. But they've got to find places to stay the night. Mm -hmm. They've got to find people to buy them coffees or food in restaurants. And a lot of the time people just go no. But the people who say yes and get involved with these two Mm -hmm. guys, they just have such an interesting time. So one of the times they were in New Orleans... And they were asking people at night, like in New Orleans, is there anywhere we can stay? With it? Mm-hmm. And one guy comes up to them and goes, are you the guys looking for somewhere to stay? And they go, yeah. And it's just the two of them and a camera. It's not like they've got a crew with yeah, them yeah. or anything. Mm-hmm. And he goes, yeah. And he goes, oh, well, my mate's a musician and he's kind of got this house that's like a bit of a... Um, uh, what's, what's a house called when you... Um, it's not lived in... It's, it was like semi-burnt down. Oh, um, a, squat, a squat. A squat. Okay. So... He said, but, you know, some musicians, if they haven't got much money on stuff, they just kind of go and squat there with him. Do you, do you want me to take you to meet him? And they're like, sure. Anyway, they move into this, like, burnt-out squat. The roof's been burnt down, but some of the rooms are okay. And they meet this guy mm-hmm. who had had a really tough time in COVID and has lost everything. And in America, you're always one paycheck away from living on the street <laughs> because of private health care, because of... Um, rents because of the mm. way that America works it's an extremely capitalist system mm. it, it it's born on winners but it's not built for losers yeah. at all um, and I'm, when I say losers I mean people that have lost out in society yes, not losers, losers. so this guy this guy that they met was a musician and he looked a bit like you know rough and ready and everything but then they got talking to him and his story was so heartbreaking and these guys are charming but they meet some brilliant and very funny people so it's called i crossed america on zero dollars and it is on the discover connection channel on youtube i can't recommend it high enough i'm going to play you a tiny bit so it's Brad and Liam. Last episode, we ended up getting stranded at a gas station, and it was looking like we weren't going to find a place to stay. When all of a sudden, a mysterious man showed up and ended up buying us a hotel for the night. Today is day 11, and our goal is wow. to make it a short distance to a city in Alabama called Mobile. But oh, yeah. before we get back on the road, we treated ourselves to a nice breakfast and a hot coffee. Okay, I'm going to fast yeah. forward it to this guy. A couple of perverts. <laughs> Oh, wow, she's 
This is a complete stranger. They went up to his door. Mm -hmm. They knocked on his door. And he and his wife have let them come in to stay. Wow. You, what's amazing, this feels like a new type of ruby wax, um, mm. Louis Theroux, but it's much edgier. Yeah. Because they literally have no money. Mm. But this guy is a TV... This guy... And his wife and daughter are, are a TV channel in their own right. He is so entertaining and funny to watch. And these episodes are like 15 minutes long. Great. And you get an amazing mm. insight into yeah. the, the kindness mm. that still exists. Because I think we are all subjected to so much hatred and yes. anger and negativity by the news and everything and this is a really feel good thing so it, it you look it's on youtube but you can look at youtube on your telly now yes i know it's just like watching telly yeah. isn't it it's just like watching telly um, what's quite kind of funny about that is <clears throat> years ago me and andy pitched this idea to bbc3 which is not too dissimilar to this but um this was before youtube i realized that actually it's a youtube show but i, I would get dropped somewhere in the world but i wouldn't know where it was and I'd have to cut my way home. I'd only have scissors and comb. And I'd have to oh get favours, garner favours from people by cutting their hair or cutting mm. their kids' hair or helping them with hair things that would get me like to the next village mm. or the next town or the next city to eventually get back to the UK. Mm. But I'd have no money. I'd just I have mean, to cut hair for favours. Uh -huh. I would never have let you go. <laughs> I'm trying like, to get back to England. No, I'd be going, no, 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 no. no, 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 no. no, no. You don't need to go. You're not going anywhere. I've got another split Stay end. Stay with me. Yeah. Yeah. I found some more frizzy bits. You know, stick around for a while. <laughs> um, but it's really funny because it's the pennies just dropped that actually BBC Three didn't commission it. But it's a it was it's a, a YouTube great idea. It was, well, it was a YouTube idea. It wasn't yeah, a TV but I idea. Think, you know? I think it was a TV idea. Yeah, it it would have been great. But like I said about commissioners earlier, you know, we don't need to don't need to dwell on all of that. Um, that is a great one. Good. I, I thought it was nice and positive. Yeah. And good old Chesties. He comes up with some really good... Um, and I do love YouTube. YouTube gets a bad rap because it gets bundled into all the kind of social media horrible stuff um, that social media can harbour. But YouTube actually harbours largely feel-good things. And informative videos, things. largely. Yeah. <laughs> Cats wearing different costumes I mean, and stuff like that. It never, I mean, oh. that never gets boring. Yeah. Um, I do really love YouTube. Okay, so um, I made you sit through a film this week. Yeah, God, uh, it was good. Yes. Now, I think you thought you'd seen it before. I definitely and, hadn't. And you hadn't, no, which was very nice. But mm. I, as people know on here, I'm always looking for films that rate over seven on IMDb. Mm. And largely, if it can be under two hours, I'd be mm. very fucking grateful, basically, because... You know, I haven't got all that time to spend watching Life's bloody short. films. It's too short, isn't it? You know, and most of it's just, a, you know, the ego of the director desperately wanting you to kind of get his point. And you think, mm. I could have got your point 20 minutes less, you know, so. Yeah, I mean, I, I also find it quite hard to concentrate for more than two and a half yes. hours. Like, mm. I, the last half an hour, I'm just like, please yeah, make it stop. And no yeah. good story needs to go on much longer than that. So, mm. um you know, there's a manner of experience uh, speaking there. So if, any, mm. if Ridley Scott's listening or, you know, Christopher Nolan, you know, cut it short. Uh, anyway, this film... Says... Says Michael great, Douglas. 
Yes, great as auteur. Michael Douglas. Yeah. This film rates at 7.9 on IMDb, and it's an hour and 38 minutes long. Mm. I mean, that combination. Oh, I can't tell you how good it is to stumble across and, that. You know, that rating is really well deserved. Oh. Sometimes I look at a movie and I think, mm. but when you get a rating like that mm-hmm. for an old film, which means a lot of people would have yes. rated it, then you know it's going to be good. 2008, is it? 2007? 2006. So it's a film starring Clive Owen. And you Who? forget how no. bloody... He's a movie I'm, I'm, star, Clive Owen. He's a, a mo- total movie star. But where is he? Look, I don't know what he's done. I looked up he at his filmography. Mm. 2006... Children of Men. Yeah. Uh, Closer, 2004, 2001, Mm. 2006. He's done one called American Crime Story. Oh, okay. That's a a TV series. Oh, is it? Mm. Um, He's done something called American Crime Story. He did Louis Mm -hmm. in 2021. He did, oh, again, with... um, Tap, 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 tap. What's her name? Julianne Moore. Thank you. Um, 2021. Oh, he has hmm. done quite a lot. Yes, I did Why watch, have we not been... I did, I've watched a, a Clive Owen film probably about eight years ago that I thought was not, I'm telling not you... Anyway, yeah. He's... Oh, God, he's I, painting this, I mean, it? in this film, I literally felt like every 15 minutes I'm tapping you on the arm going, oh, my God, you were. Clive Owen. Yeah, you did that. And it's not... It's not um, you know, it's not just... It's not like Pedro Pascal where mm. it's like, oh, God... It's more like Ooh. it's more like uh-huh. the quality. Yeah, no. So and good, he went it? from laughing with Michael Caine and being funny and mm. like so relaxed to tense to like but crying and Yeah. Oh and the god, emotion. he's so, so good. The, Sorry, I'll shut up. Okay. The film is called Children of Men. And it's a brilliant premise. So I'll set it up because you you need to know what the setup is anyway, and you get it in the first three minutes, so it's not a spoiler. But basically, the youngest person in the world has died, and that person is 18 years old. Mm-hmm. I think he's called Diego. Uh, and what baby, that, baby Diego. Baby Diego, that's what they <laughs> called him, yeah. And he's died, and he was the youngest person in the world. So nobody has been born anywhere in the world for 18 years. Mm. And he was the youngest person, so he's highly celebrated. And then it's a, it's a real tragedy that he's died for whatever reason. Um, but... Obviously, nobody's being born. The population is dying out. And um, so it's this kind of apocalyptic feeling of a movie. It's all set in London, largely, and it's also set on Beck's Hill, uh, which is... Quite weird. Really quite weird, because we were in Kent at the time. We were watching mm. it. Um, and, and then the story unfolds from there. I, I would say it's an action drama film with some bits of humour in it. Um, but um, the director is a chap cast. called Alfonso Curran, I think the director is, who's done loads of really great work as a producer and a director. But the directing, the camera work in this film is some of the best I've ever seen. It was nominated for an Oscar for its cinematography. And once you see, there's one particular scene in a car. And if you ever, if you go onto YouTube and you're interested in this and watching the making of these films, they, they made this car with this camera with its ability to, to leave the car and come back to the car. And they shoot this entire 12 and a half minute sequence completely unedited and uncut and it is just breathtaking it and it involves a kind of humorous conversation about the, their, their history relationships and then a huge motorbike chase and a fight and the whole thing happens in one brilliantly rehearsed scene that you just think oh now I've watched the making of this film and I just can't tell you how impressed I was with with the way they shot that 
And then there's another scene later on where, let's just call it a, a medical procedure takes place. Oh. And it is so yes. believable and it's so bloody good that it literally takes your breath away. Um, I remember showing this to my kids when they were probably about 11 or 12. I think it's probably a 15. So it was quite a, it was quite a risky film to show them. But mm. I, I, I just felt it was such an impressive piece of work that I wanted to show them and they, they loved it. Anyway, we all watched it again the other night for the first time, probably in 10 years. And I was still just blown away by how good it is. It's a brilliant film. It's called Children of Men. It's got Clive Owen in it, Julianne Moore, Michael Caine. The story is fantastic. 7.9, I think, an hour and 38 or something like that is the best hour and 40 minutes you will spend um, if you've got, you know, if you've got the time. It's cracking. I'm so glad you watched it and you enjoyed it because... I love it when I recommend something that we should watch and you genuinely love it because that's not always the case, you know. I found that there were a few um, things uh, in that film that I thought were really interesting because obviously they're looking at the world in 2027. Mm. Um, firstly, I thought it was quite funny that they gave Pam Frears, um, you know, who's a mi- white middle-aged woman, dreadlocks. Wow, and right. what they hadn't factored in was that in 2027... Um, you'd get cancelled if you were a white person with dreadlocks. So that really made me laugh. Get properly um, abused, wouldn't you? you know, like, like made be... me laugh a lot. That you know, mm. obviously, obviously they're not going to factor it in because you don't know it's coming. But it was yeah. just quite interesting to see that. And then the second thing I thought was back in two thousand and six, it was really nice to see a film that was so diverse, mm. and that the lead woman in it was a young black woman. She's a fantastic mm. actor. Yeah. I haven't really seen her in anything no, I mean, since. She was good but though, she? Mind you, I haven't seen Clive Owen in anything yeah, since, yeah. so I, yeah. that shows you uh, how out of touch I am. But I thought she was a brilliant mm. actor as well. And, um, and the Geordie actor who was in it, what was his name? He's become very famous, What, really, Charlie Hannum? He? Charlie Hannum, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Um, a young he, Charlie Hannum. He was really it? funny yeah. in it. But I, I must say that I thought he was quite weak. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, he felt like In a terms of character, but, bit part but that might have been character-wise mm. as opposed to him and his acting. But I just thought, oh, it's quite like, you know, there were a lot of things in it. I thought, oh, this is interesting. Mm. Like, well done mm. in, in loads of different ways. Anyway, they, it was really good. They probably I shot it in 2004 and they're trying to predict yeah. what the world would be like in 2027, which yeah. we're almost there. Yeah. So uh, you're absolutely right. It was like, oh, they've really missed, they missed a trick yeah. there. But it's a brilliant film. I absolutely loved it. And I'm really glad you did. Go and watch that. I want to talk to you about uh, safarilodges.co.uk. Oosh. Mm-hmm. Yep. Um, it's in... Um, Worcestershire, mm-hmm. West Midland Safari, it's called. Mm-hmm. Um, and basically, they've got these unfricking believable lodges in the middle of this Serengeti, in the Midlands, the West Midlands. <laughs> is Worcester- Worcestershire? Yeah, yeah is sorry, West it was Midlands, just that you it? said Serengeti, and I said, where? And you went, in the Midlands. I was like, oh yeah, the Serengeti <laughs> you know, the in Serengeti. the Midlands. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, but I'm going to show you yes, what no, I'm absolutely. talking about. Oh, sure. So, so I looked up, say for example, uh, the Tiger Lodge, mm-hmm. Sleep 7. Mm-hmm. Now there's seven of us, right? Oh yeah, yeah, so, so we could all go there to the Tiger Lodge. Enough for the whole family. Mm-hmm. One king, mm-hmm. one day bed. I just know what Chester would be like. Chester would be like, why do I have to have the day bed? He'd probably get put in the day bed. He's always... Because he's the last child. Yeah, yeah. And he's still the last child out he, of our five. He'll, he'll always be. He'll, he'll get the day bed. Mm. Um, although he, he's getting too big for the day bed. He's bloody huge. He's yeah. enormous. Anyway, 
I'm going to quickly show you what this looks like. Look Ooh, at nice. the rooms. In the West Midlands. In the West Midlands. <laughs> no offence. Look at, look at that. Mm. These rooms are decorated and done up very coolly, extremely mm. kind of... Um, they remind me a bit of Kit Kemp interiors. Lovely colours, but the view from the Tiger Lodge, unsurprisingly, is of tigers. But they're, they're made quite rustically, but I'd say l rustic luxury. So you've got a bath in your bedroom. You can wake up, open the curtains and literally see the tigers roaming around outside your window. If you're going for any kind of event mm -hmm. or you're going for an anniversary or um, you go with another family for a couple of days, I would say it's somewhere to go for a couple of nights, not for a week mm -hmm. because it's kind of a one-trick pony. But there are Looks many different beautiful. lodges that you can do. But to give you an idea, this seven-bedroom mm -hmm. one... Um, I looked at the earliest available date was in June or um, late June sometime. And it was £590 for a night. Oh, really? But if you're thinking of like maybe a couple of couples mm -hmm. or something, and you could kind of like share share the burden, mm -hmm. um, the price, um, um, or, you know, you're a family, mm -hmm. then for an extraordinary event or moment that would that would actually be fine yeah um there's a red panda cottage stop That's it so nicely done look at rhino lodge crikey moses <laughs> i was gonna do a joke there about the horn but i think we'll probably Wait, i think we can save, probably save tell later. uh what what you were gonna do there um, um i'm trying to get oh to, here we go well, you oh, no. do some of your nails you know they're i know out of i control. can't i like, I can't... That's her nails tapping on screen, by oh, the way, folks. She's, I'm supposed um, to swipe. Okay, there you go. Look at that. The interior Ooh, yeah. of Rhino Lodge is absolutely amazing. Mm. And you can see kind of gazelles, and in the summer it's really nice. You can sit outside and get eaten. No, I'm only joking. Um, but they've got lovely balconies, some mm -hmm. of them. And there's giraffes. I mean, anybody that stayed at Animal Kingdom in Disney... I can tell you that this is classier because uh, at Animal Kingdom in Disney, you have to put up with like very loud music and uh, okay. blah, blah, blah. this is incredible. And they've got breakfast and dinner is included, outside balcony, bedding and towels. Um, <clears throat> you've got drink making facilities, microwave. You've got everything you could possibly imagine. And I just want to let you know mm -hmm. that Safari Lodges have not offered us anything. No. This is literally because my yeah. Auntie Becca Come found on, it. Lodges. Good old <laughs> good old Auntie Becca <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, sent great. me a message saying this looks absolutely amazing and you're not wrong, Becca. Um it's brilliant. And it's also really nice to talk about something that's lot not mm. London centric. Yes, it is, isn't it? Something a bit out out uh, So you can plan out there. You know, like nice. they've given God, an example big. arrival day at itinerary, 10 a.m. arrive, then four miles safari drive, um, 2.30 you can check in and your evening meal will be ready for you in your lodge fridge for you to heat and enjoy at a time that suits you. Oh my God, that How nice great. is that? Yeah. Anyway, brilliant idea. I absolutely love it. It looks like they're doing incredibly well because they're quite booked up. So book it as far and as advanced as you possibly can. Um, but it's safari-lodges.co.uk. Oh, um, I'm going to mention uh, yeah. something I, I bought on Amazon recently, which I'm really quite pleased with. 
I'm quite slim round the waist, as you know. I'm like a 28 waist, by the way, folks, for uh, anyone who's interested. If anybody, anybody wants to send them some send incredibly anything, short, short shorts. Yeah, a lot of people uh, will um, buy clothes for me and everything and think, well, I can't be that small. I am that small. I'm extra small and I'm a 28 waist. Um, so generally, I like a belt, but I, you know, trying to find a belt uh, that that's not like a great big buckly thing or something from the 90s or um, something that doesn't have an extra metre of leather once I've threaded it through the final hole. It's just a bloody nightmare, basically. Even when you go to Topman or whatever it used to be called, you know, it's not there anymore, but, you know, you'd get a small belt. It would be a 30. I'd have to go home and drill another hole in it to make it work. So I've just been really fed up. So I, I have... I find a belt and then I use it for 10 years until mm. it literally decays falls and apart. falls apart. Mm. So mm. Um, I just got really fed up. So one day I went on Amazon and I just put in adjustable belt and hallelujah, I got adjustable belts. And not only did I get adjustable belts, I got them in every colour. I went bloody how, how, tell, mad. Tell everybody how many I bought what? 10 belts. So I bought four black belts because I'm a karate expert, obviously. But I got four black belts. They're canvas and they come really long. But they come Can I just it? tell you something? Yeah. I noticed that. What? That was a good joke. Oh, really? thanks. Yeah, it was a good joke. Thank you. Yes, so um, I bought them in every colour. So they're about thirteen ninety nine a belt, which is not bad, because most type of place you go to belts, they're 24 quid or something yeah. like that, a bit of leather. They're canvas. You can cut them to size, and you can cap the end off so it doesn't fray. But I've ditched the cap, and I've actually melted the end of the, the canvasy thing. I've burnt it but in a Campbell. But be careful. Yeah, you be careful. I mean, I'm not recommending you do that, but I did that, and it worked. Um... <laughs> So, um, <laughs> I wish you could see his face when he said that. <laughs> you know, bloody health and safety. Um, so you can cut them to size and then I melt the ends and then bingo. I've now got 10 belts, yeah. but they do a lovely dark green. I've done a dark blue. I've done a black. I've done a red. I've done the whole bloody nine yards. So I'm post going to tell you what picture. they're called. Yes, I'll yeah. post the picture. Uh, they're called a flip top solid black military buckle cut to fit canvas web belt. I mean, I know that's a lot. Up to 52-inch waist. <laughs> Jesus Christ, that's big, isn't it? Um, I'm, tr- I'm trying to give you the search names for it because I literally just searched canvas belt. But, oh, my God, I, was, I can't tell you how happy I am. So I've now got belts everywhere. I've got them here. I've got them um, down in Kent. I've got them at the studio, and I carry one around with me because trousers, I just can't get into trousers without belts. Uh, I need a belt. So there you go, folks. They range from five ninety nine to thirteen ninety nine, and they're cut to fit canvas web web belt. So if you've got a partner or your kids or you want a belt, these I would recommend. I've had these now for about three months, I, you, and there isn't a day goes no. by where I don't put them on and I go, I bloody love this belt, and I love all the different colours. And when I put like maroon trousers on, I've got a maroon belt to go with it. Sounds like a band that maroon belt. Um. Mar- <laughs> Five, um, five, yeah. yeah. Um, but you know, I see it. I see, I see, see the, joy. the joy. Yeah, I see can. the joy. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. 
it. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. I've got a really nice product mm -hmm. um, that I, I very rarely do this, but I actually sent this product to my mum to get me for Christmas. Mm -hmm. And... I've forgotten, I keep meaning to talk about it and I keep forgetting. This is a brilliant gift for anybody that lives in this country mm -hmm. because it's a it's a Mac, it's a kind of poncho Mac. Oh yeah. But they come in brilliant patterns. Mm -hmm. They're really good fun. If you know somebody who's a tiny bit eccentric like me. Yeah. Or if you know anybody, anybody that is going to a festival this summer, they you must take this. Because it's lightweight, it's inexpensive, it's um, it's fun, and it's um, like cool. They are actually cool, and they do really cutely matching kids ones as well. Um, oh, I said they're cheap. They're not that cheap. Oh my god! I just want to say to my mum, thank you so much. I had no idea that they were this much money. They're sixty nine pounds. Sixty nine. Okay. Sixty. But can I just show you? Oh wow! The pattern. Smiley face one. So I, uh, you know, I've got the smiley face. I've got that one. Oh, you have got that. Yeah, one. yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but these are. So we're going to our. Um, we're going to our first, first festival. First festival. Um, this this summer, um, which will be fun. Uh -huh. But I will be packing my Packamac. That yes yeah I might get one. and I'm gonna get you one oh are you yes can I uh, can I choose can yes. I choose it of course you can it's the one where you can I like two that of us one in one oh my god a Siamese one um, Rainkiss need to it's sort probably, their shit out and do that it's probably quite um, offensive the whole Siamese thing now you're not supposed to say that I don't think no so conjoined can I just yes yeah, can say, we be I'm conjoined twins I think can uh, I tell you which one that. I think would yeah. suit you either that mm hmm Or that. Oh, yeah. I okay. think that. It's got like a bit mid-century, isn't it? It's called Damia. Damia. Go up to the top, though. Let me just have a little look. I quite like the smiley face one at the that top. One. That one. Yeah, I like that. Retro I mean, smiley. it would be really, really good mm. if I was in one smiley and Damia you were in another smiley. smiley. And we would be known at okay. the festival as the smiley, smiley twins. Yeah, great. That's the one I'd like. Okay. We're doing it. Woo! Did they come Happy in different sizes or are they just massive? Just massive. God damn it. Happy 50th. I could rush it with a belt in the no, middle. But, but you, or you could take it up with your sewing machine. We discussed oh, this last you know I've week. Got, I've got a sewing machine that I'm going to recommend to you people. Because oh, I thought you recommended it. I, I went, no, oh, maybe, maybe you I didn't. Did. No, I think it was in the list to do. Well, maybe uh, I did. I can't remember. Do you want me to have a look? Yeah, have a look. I don't think I've talked I sewing don't, machines. I don't but, think you did. Um, I bought a sewing machine because I really like ultra-me own clothes, so they, they look cool. Oh my God, on that subject, I bought a green jacket yesterday from a shop in Brighton called Jump the Gun. Jump the Gun, I think I've recommended on here before. But we went to Brighton yesterday just for a couple of hours and a mooch around and I went straight into Jump the Gun and they have this moleskin green... Um, it's the, what's, the, what's the name for a shirt and a jacket? A shacket. Sh a sh a shacket? Shacket. Shacket. So it was a shacket, which I'm unfamiliar with, to be honest. Um, but I said, ooh, 
oh, can I try that on? And he got me one out and I put it on and I was like, holy shit, this mm. is just magnificent. Mm. It's very rare I put something on and instantly I think well, it's all this about has the been size. made for me. It's, it's like the these mod shops make clothes make for clothes. men your size. They do, don't they? So anyway, I took it Mods to... Mods are slim until they get to 40. Yeah, until they get to... Then they get a bit portly. <laughs> if there's any portly mods out there, I am on your side. But um, the clothes don't tend to look quite as uh, dapper. Um, anyway, um, I have taken this one to an alterations place, professional alterers, um, because I need the sleeves taken up a bit. They're just a bit long. But you know what it's like? When I find something I really like, I want it to be perfect. Yeah. Otherwise, I might not wear it. No, I know. Like so anyway, that's gone. So I'm getting and it on Monday. I appreciate next. that because it's more sustainable. Yes. If you find something that's absolutely perfect, you will wear it. Oh, this kind of, oh, I just yeah. don't care because it doesn't cost yeah. that much money and I don't care whether I'm going to wear it or not. That's um, not okay. You didn't talk about the um The sewing machine. machine. Okay, so that's coming along with the platform uh, that Chester has, uh, has got me into. Um, but my next recommendation wasn't Jump the Gun or that green jacket, but I will do a picture of the green jacket when I get can it back I from Menders. Can I quickly finish about yeah, Rain... Can. rain uh, it's called rainkiss.com, R-A-I-N... K-I-S-S.com for a relatively expensive poncho but mm-hmm. it is it's never going to break mm-hmm. it's like you can use it's it for the rest you of down. your uh, never anyway it is worth it mm-hmm. because you're just going to use it all the time it's fun it's a bit quirky ponchos historically are really bloody boring yeah. and also if you are going to go to a festival this is a great idea because you will be able to be seen from out of space you know, like, I'm always a bit scared. I've never been to a festival really before, but I'm yeah. terrified of getting lost. Mm-hmm. What did I say to you this morning? I was like, please don't leave me yes. at the festival. At the festival. Like, I'm yeah. scared. Yeah. Don't worry, like, I no, won't. No, no, we'll don't worry, together. I'm your wingman. wingman. I watched something on Netflix uh, over a course of a couple of days, um, and I just loved it. All the time I wasn't watching it, I was thinking about it, and then I finally finished it. Was it Pornhub? It was the Lewis Capaldi documentary. Oh! 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 Better than Pornhub. Oh, so I good. love Lewis Capaldi. So if you've not seen this documentary... I haven't yet. Um, listeners, followers, you've got to go and watch it. You don't have to like Lewis Capaldi's music for this. Um, you know, it's not really my cup of tea, his music, although I can see the value of it and his talent. But can I ask you something? Um, however... Do you like his music more now that you've seen the documentary? I would buy a ticket to go and see Lewis Capaldi see? in a heartbeat now. I think when you love the person mm. so much and mm. you can see how much it means but and also, the worth... But also, I can see that the, the songs are good and he is a brilliant Performer. singer. Yeah. As good as, you know, Ed Sheeran or Adele, Adele or any of yeah, these lot. You I know, agree. he's a really good singer and the songs are actually really good. But they're just... The subject matter is something that I've slightly grown out of, I think. That's but also, all. I think it's not your genre of music. No. You're, you're Arctic Monkeys type person. Yes, I'm an indie well, rock guy. Yeah, indie yeah. rock. Yes, yes. But... But you would go see him because you, in a heartbeat. you and I are now invested totally. in Lewis Capaldi. Totally. We love him. Um, and the documentary is just an insight into a human being going through a remarkable kind of transition in his life where you go from living with your parents and having a dream, you know, and then actually stepping out towards the dream and then the dream coming true and then your life just completely changing mm. and then them managing to capture that thing. And it's just a really wonderful thing to see a dream come true for somebody mm. who arguably you would you would have predicted wouldn't have come true. I think that's mm. what I love about these these characters where you think, oh, that 
on, on paper this probably sh- shouldn't happen but it not just happens it, it it just like floods you with hope and love and all the other things one of the things i loved about it is he goes on the zooms or whatever with some songwriters in la and stuff like that because he's trying to write a second album and he's struggling a little bit because there's so much weight on him that mm. it's got to be as good if not better than the first album and of course the first album sold ten, he sold 10 million copies of his That's first amazing, album amazing isn't it well, definitely in the current climate where people don't buy albums yeah. i mean jesus christ it's just unheard of i think sergeant pepper's only sold four million copies yeah. in the uk mm. um it, it, it's just it's just brilliant but um so they said what have you got so far for us lewis have you written anything and he says yeah, yeah i've got this you know and he he sings down the zooms you know to these two people you know, unamplified, and there's no, you know, uh, trick, trickery going on with his voice or anything. And you just go, oh, my God. It just fell out of his mouth, that yeah. sound. And it's so soulful and yes. tuneful and perfect. And that's just like, oh, shit, this guy really sings. And then the rest of it, I, I won't spoil it, but it, it's just really good. But then it's obviously he's got these struggles with these um, tics because, uh, you know, he announced it, that he'd been diagnosed with Tourette's. And that happens during the documentary. And Tourette's obviously manifests itself in all sorts of different ways, you know, people swearing and uh, these little ticks and stuff. But he's got these quite serious ticks, and the more it's anxious he gets, it's very hard for him, isn't it? The, ner- the more they come out, and of course, becoming famous, which is the one thing he wanted, is what largely seems to ex- as- exacerbated the problem, you know. And it's like, well, what do you do? Mm. Do you give up the dream, mm. or, or do you ignore the ticks? So it's just, it's just brilliant. But mm. there's a there's a great ending to it. Everything about it, I'd, I could watch it all again. And both my kids aren't Lewis Capaldi type kids, but Joel, who you know, my youngest, who's in a band and he thinks he's Alex Turner and all that stuff, he bloody loved it, you know. Because at the heart of it, really, is just, I guess, just well, it's something. Just a lovely guy yeah. who's trying to make it against all odds. Yeah. And um, and is terrified even after enormous success that he'll never be able to yeah. um, do it again. Yeah. Um, God, I played you that song, Rich, didn't I, by that band called Overlord. God, that really made me laugh. You've so got to tell them about a, that. A friend of mine sent me this this song and he played it to his girlfriend and his girlfriend said, oh, this is Mike once he'd raised his money for his business. And he laughed. I'm going to play you the first couple of lines to this song. It's called Rich... Uh, and it's by a band called The Overload, and they're from Leeds, I think. But listen to this, it's really made me laugh. Almost by accident, I have become rich. <laughs> Through continued reward for skilled labour in the private sector, and a genuine lack of interest in expensive things... It appears I have become rich. <laughs> and since I have become rich, I've been constantly living in fear of losing everything. But <laughs> the bubble will burst, and falling from my perch, I will return once again to the life that I used to live with the things that I didn't have before I had become rich. I just love that opening verse it's so good um, um but it kind of and you're ca- gonna see them i'm gonna go and see them thursday night sam's got me a ticket yeah i love that uh, they're at the troxy in east london so i'm gonna be so there on watching friday them. after mm. everybody's listened to the podcast you need to review like oh, maybe I'll do for a the little, week after yeah, yeah. we can do, do a, a little recommendation for recommendation. them i've had that album on in the studio all day today oh, and good? it's really good is it yes because all of it's a bit like that northern thing but 
but also very soulful and and lyrics are just really good you think oh what a great turn mm. of phrase you know mm. that's what i love about those things anyway that's a slightly different thing i'll save that for, for them but louis, louis capaldi doc if you've got some time and you're mooching about you're looking for something that will make you feel really good about the world and everybody in it go and watch that um i quickly would like to talk about something that we re- recommended last week which was Colin from Accounts. Oh, yeah. Oh, fuck. I am really enjoying it. It's on the BBC iPlayer. You know, it's one of those things where suddenly everybody is telling you to watch Colin from Accounts. Mm. Even my best friend, Sarah, she messaged me. She's like, oh, my God, you've got to watch Colin from Accounts. I'm like, oh, everybody are making the cuts telling us to watch it. I've watched it. It's very funny. I am really, really enjoying it. And it's getting... First couple of episodes were okay, but you know when a series is desperately trying to set up set up the premise of a, yes. a of a series so they kind of they're over explaining everything mm-hmm. i was like oh, this is right. god oh my god i've hit the third episode it was so funny fourth episode yeah. amazing and now i'm giggling away because i know them you, you know them you know yeah. i know well, i sat down with you and accidentally watched episode six mm. when we thought it was episode three I yeah think. but i remember thinking i love this straight away yes, i just yes, really loved tell. the kind the, of simplicity of it and and the characters yeah. are so weird yeah the thing about a situation comedy is the situation itself doesn't have to be funny. It's no. just the characters have to be good, yep. believable, and you want the best for them yep. in some way. Yes. Even Alan Partridge, That's you want it, you want something exactly to go it. well you for him. You want the best yeah. for them. Oh my God, I haven't thought about that. So Colin from Accounts is on the iPlay and there's yes. six episodes yes. and it's Australian, right? Yes. Are we yeah. going to do some recommendations? Yeah, we're going to do some recommendations. Right. So Joy Harrison, I just clicked Joy's because it said yeah. on iPlayer and then it said Daisy. And I thought, oh. what is that? Joy Harrison said on iPlayer Daisy Mae Cooper is something called oh. Rain Dogs love her this is just brilliant keep up the great work I don't know what that is please will but, you um, Joy Harrison tell everybody that you did yeah yes I, I did her hair for, um, for a couple of years she was the last person's hair I did before lockdown because she was going to work on this thing called The Witches uh, with Tim Keys, which I've not seen uh, Witches yet but it was a comedy that went on the iPlayer but I did her hair and then everything shut down so they didn't film it Oh, and then wow. when we came out of lockdown, she was the first person's hair I did again for to film witches. And then I've done her hair two or three times for, for other things since then. She's bloody great, Daisy May Cooper. Really total legend. Force, you know. Um, I mean, as I was doing hair, you know, she's writing scripts, having meetings with producers, you know, trying to get stuff commissioned from commissioners. Um, I've got it in for commissioners today. It's just a theme. It's not real. It's not you know, real. It's not real. I don't, I don't care, you know. But she's very funny and very clever. Joy Harrison, thank you so much for that. Oh, um, by the way. Yeah, my love. Um, when people are listening to this, it'll be the coronation the next day. Oh, yeah. Are you going to watch the coronation or are you Republicans? Yeah. Um, I've had an interesting discussion today with people about mm-hmm. royals and um, taxes. Uh-huh. And I was like, look, can you just let me just enjoy the yeah, coronation? Yeah. I'll think about all of that afterwards. Mm-hmm. Um, Although I-, I did wonder if riding around in a golden coach is slightly out of touch i mean it's at a, time it's all but the other of part touch, of me yeah. the other part mm. of me slightly thinks oh please just give me a princess story yeah <laughs> because everything is so i mean I, depressing my general at the moment is that if you removed the monarchy yes, in, in its entirety i'm not entirely sure what the consequences of that would be but well, we'd i would be don't... left with a republic and sometimes that's you know but, but not just that i don't mean its that own problems. I, I actually mean the kind of the psychological effect that it would have on a nation generally. To lose their royal family. 
Yes, I mean, they're essentially the kind of the head family of the country in a way. And you might think, well, that has no value. I'm not interested in it. It doesn't mean anything to me. Mm. But I think somewhere deep down, it's been around for so long mm. that you've inherited the all these behaviours centred around mm. something like this. I, I think there may be... Uh, the, the consequences of not having it would be a greater yeah. price than the consequences I mean, of having it. Someone that's said my, to me today, thoughts. someone said to me today, oh, they should be paying for some of this coronation themselves, mm-hmm. which I thought was like quite a good idea, or that at least show willing. Mm-hmm. And then they said, sort of straight after that, oh, well, but you know, what do they do? They, you know, do a bit of duty. I said, no, 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 they don't do a bit of duty. They haven't got kind of jobs and then go and do some duty. Mm-hmm. Duty is all they do. Yeah. They wake up and do duty and go to bed at night and do duty every single oh, day. It's relentless. At weekends. Them, there, and yeah. you're trying to be, well, especially, in, I guess, in you know William and Kate's position, they're the only young royals to get out there and do duty, mm-hmm. like that's nice, cool, young duty. Yeah. And um, they've got three children. It's really hard trying to juggle that because it's like evenings, mm. galas, oh, charity. Yeah, it's yeah. like, you know, I feel busy, but mm. it's nothing really competitive. And they've got to be on all the, all time. the time. Like You don't get a break, do you? You can't look mm. like you're pissed off or tired mm. or bored. I it, mean, I know, I know they have a lot. Like, I'm in the middle. Yes. I, I'm in the middle. But well, I am going to watch it. I'm going to watch it. Is that if there's any anti-royals out mm. there in the mm. interest of balance mm. I did watch the Frankie Boyle well I watched half of the Frankie Boyle mm. thing on Channel 4 where he slightly discredits the whole thing and does a series of interviews to slightly pull it apart yeah. uh, and it really did make me laugh I thought it was very very funny and I learned well, a lot he, well he does a whole thing about what is the royal family and why oh, have we right, got it okay. and why is it here and there are some astonishing statistics that date back about tradition and all sorts of things. So um, I, I found it really entertaining and very educational. And I do like Frankie Boyle for that kind of stuff as well. It's a bit uh, Philomena Kunk-esque, shall we say. So if you like that, which we do, we like Philomena Kunk, don't oh, we? I love Kunk, her. Kunk on, on Britain or whatever. Um, so it's good and it's, it's in good humour. So um, I, definitely, I definitely go and watch that if you're interested. So Mandy says, I'm so glad... You got back my drive home. Oh, so, I've lost the Do world. Want me to read? No, I, I'm going to get through this. Hi, you two. I, so I glad you're back. Something? I mean, in fact, I, I love you. There's a missing comma that slightly fucked me over. Is it, there. Is it her fault? I'm going to blame you, <laughs> Mandy JH30. Hi, you two. So glad you're back. My drive home from taking my daughter to college was very boring the last Aww. few Fridays. I've got a recommendation for you. The new Amazon show called Citadel. I really want to watch Ooh, this. why? Because uh, I've read reviews about it and it just looks Who? bloody brilliant. Uh, what? So uh, Citadel starting one of, oh, starring one of your favourites, Stanley Tucci. It's great oh, so I far. Oh, I love Stanley um, Tucci. I'm just a bit worried we're running out of battery. Um, so, Mandy, I'm so glad you've reminded me of that. And Citadel. he's not blaming you for that comma. No. Now that you've said Citadel, he loves you. Yeah, of course, Mandy. You, you're, of course. You're back in the gang. Um, and do you want to read this one? Yes, so, I do. And I'll just make oh, sure that we're... Oh, bloody lot. Yeah, exactly. Um, hi, Davina and Michael. Enjoyed listening to Holly talking about dirty mushrooms. Um, I love mushroom teas and I've been drinking the Superfeast Mushroom Tonic uh, from Australia for a few years Lion's Mane and a Jing Minx mix um, yes Lion's Mane is one that Dirty do as well um, we don't get paid by them just to let you know and they don't send us tea uh, one thing I would recommend is sticking with it for a good month or more to feel the real benefits it's not an instant result this is interesting but if you add it to your routine it seems to build bit by bit by bit and I would describe it as feeling 
elevated. Oh. I love elevated. Yeah, we love elevated. And I swear it helps with sleep managing stress Mm -hmm. and managing stress and tackling illnesses, immune system. Oh, Amy, um, Chidley, Chidgy, that was actually uh, really interesting. Thank you so much. Uh, We'll do one more. Thanks, Amy. Um, Vanessa, happy bank holiday. Hope you are both as fabulous as always. We are. We are. So um, that's a very noisy motorbike. Yeah, yeah. Uh, it's my stomach. Um, I've just found Channel 4, The Curse, two seasons of this brilliant series based on London about a gold robbery. It's pure comedy genius. If you've not watched it, treat yourselves. It's amazing actor, decor, fashion, cars, etc. Kiss, kiss, kiss. Vanessa, which is Junk Doc Rocks uh, on here. That sounds great. The Curse, two seasons on So let me tell you who's Channel in it. 4. It's got 6.6 mm-hmm. on IMDb. And it hasn't got anybody <laughs> I have heard, heard of, of in it, which I like. Oh, yeah, good. Um, which I think is a good thing. John Culshaw's in it. Oh, is he? Yeah. The impersonator, John Aye. Culshaw. Aye. Um, just before we go, yeah. could you just say the word fluffy? Fluffy. Th- I said it, fluffy. When we were away in Cyprus, we've been in Cyprus with uh, Tui uh, on a fancy pants job. Um, But they they had one of these buffet-style places where you can choose all your food. It's bloody good, wasn't it? I love a buffet. But the children's section, which is arguably the thing that I like the most, I just sneak over there for the pudding, and they had flumps. And uh, you kept asking me to say the word flump as well. Flump and fluffy. Fluffy and flump. Aye, but with Abigail, who's from Sheffield, who's also a fluffy, flump-type person. So I didn't feel quite so alone or exposed. Um, <laughs> Cyprus was lovely, by the way, folks. Um, farewell. So Good- we, goodbye. We're, we're wrap we'll up. see you next week. I've got, still got so much to talk about, so I've got yeah, so much for you to look well. forward to yeah. next week. Enjoy your dog walk. Enjoy your drive. Uh, enjoy the podcast. Yeah, and we really we love being back to Yeah. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365 day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.